0: Yeah. You always sit and you always stand up there.
1: Okay. What's up everybody and welcome back to the to, to the, the Wheels Fall, fall Out Off podcast. podcast. I am your host, Candace, also known as Spice from Spice Life TV. And this is my beautiful husband and co-host, Creed. What's up, baby? Hey,
0: babe. What's up, world? This is Creed. And this is the podcast where we talk about relationships and reentry, particularly as it pertains to incarcerated individuals and their families.
1: And why is that, babe?
0: Hmm, because I did 23 and a half years in prison for a crime I didn't commit. And throughout that whole process, you was with me, baby. That's
1: right. And we did that to the wheels fall off, and we're gonna keep doing that to yeah, the wheels right. fall off.
0: Let's roll. Let's roll.
1: So let's get this show started. And we're going to do that by doing our ice grills. Ice
0: (laughs) grills. Let's get it cracking.
1: Ice grills is where you guys ask us questions specifically to our incarcerated history. Mm -hmm. And we answer those questions. And Mm -hmm. so this one has been a hot question. I've gotten this a few times. And the question was directed to me. And the question was, Spice, did you send in nudes? (laughs) You're damn right. (laughs) <laughs> she did let me say oh she did it took a long time for me to get there it did years years it did. the thought of people going through my the mail already was weird but going through all of my pictures this was back in, mind you this was back in the day so it was before people were sending dick pics and nudes and it all did. that like you weren't doing that yeah. you just were not doing that then so it took me a while for him to convince me to do that um yeah. It took you how long?
0: I mean, honestly, when I when I started, at from the time I started asking you to when you actually did it, it might have been. Some years. It might have been between three to five years. I, w- I would err on five. Five. I would think honestly. so, too,
1: because I was not, I was just, y'all, I don't know if they really understand how much of a square I was. Like, I was just such a church
0: girl. Square is a pool table twice as green. Okay.
1: Yeah. Such a church girl, and I mean that was just not something that I would do. For one, I'm not even supposed to be talking about sex because I'm waiting till I
0: get married. For two,
1: sending it through the mail so other people could see me.
0: Well, it, it, well, here's the thing that we 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 talked about. I don't know if you remember. Like, just because somebody in the prison worked in a mail room didn't mean they weren't going to be working in a visitor room that week. Exactly. So they might have seen your picture and be like, oh. <laughs>
1: And I mean, yeah. we I told you the time that that kind of happened when I got caught bringing in the pictures. So you see, I had graduated to that. <laughs> um, but no, the first time I did it, it was I had, I had taken a few pictures of him just to, uh, for myself. It was just kind of like in a mirror. And I took them and they were very, very mild. But then my cousins and I, we would go, we used to go away because we all used to be really close. And we'd go away to the ocean a few times a day, Well, once a year. And this one time, I don't think they knew what they was in for, but I was like, y'all, we about to have us a photo shoot. <laughs> so I packed my shoes, I packed some little lingerie, I packed the bras and they were just helping me pose. They was putting stuff in the right positions and they were helping me.
0: And after a few shots, it, it just became a thing. When you first presented it to them, were they down? Or yeah, were they, like, they were
1: down. They okay. were like, yeah, let's do it. And I was just like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was shotting it up. <clears throat> so that was my first one, and then they did a few of them for me. Um, where I mean, because we were cousins, but we never we don't just beat naked in front of each other. Mm-hmm. We never were like that. So that was awkward for me. Um, they did it, I think, for me a couple times and then I I moved on to some friends. I had Jody. Jody mm-hmm. did it for Jody me one did. time. <laughs> Uh, Sadia, she helped me out. She actually was the one that gave me like, she helped me get tips on like how to do the pictures Mm -hmm. and to really kind of make them sexy. And Mm -hmm. like, she's just good at that kind of thing. So she was great for that. And then um, even when I went to Florida, your old friends, um, they helped me do it too. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So yeah, we would use little... We would use little props if we needed to. Mm-hmm. We had the, we had a picture to com- We had a message to convey. When we got there, we was we was sending in pictures.
0: And make sure you called them ex-friends. Yeah, ex-friends. Okay, ex-friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put ex-friends. Um, but, yeah. But, I mean, I remember the very first time you did it, you didn't tell me.
1: No, because I didn't think I was going to actually send them to you. Yeah. And I don't want you... Because he, he used to be... And all, early on in his day, he was very like a Harper. If he wanted something and it was in his head, he just would only. That's all he kept talking about. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to say, oh, I'm going to take the pictures and then him be on me about it all the time, because then I would chicken out and be like, no, I'm not doing it. Too much pressure. Yeah, smart girl. So I did it. And I think I made you a calendar.
0: You did make me a calendar. That at was one point. no,
1: that was the one with Jody. I made you the calendar. Yeah,
0: I remember that one.
1: Yeah, because me and Jody. Jody is the one that I ended up hooking up with um, gangster. That was the only this is the only prison connection I ever did in my whole twenty something years. And it wasn't even intentional, honestly. Um but so she was with him and we swapped. Mm-hmm. I did her pictures, she did my pictures.
0: Mm-hmm. It was <laughs> just titties and ass it was everywhere. Very, very dope of <laughs> you, baby, to do that. And it was uh I remember that on I got the calendar, I was yeah. so happy because those were big pictures. Those are big I blew them up. Compared to the other ones. The so little four like, by 6s I was like, I got big titties up in this (laughs) motherfucking cell right now.
1: Ooh, big ass. My other concern was like, okay, you're in there with a cell, a cellie. Is he gonna see the pictures? Like, like if he sees you looking at him, is is he gonna be behind you and be like, ooh, what's he looking at? And then be like, ooh. Yeah, nah. Like, I didn't know whoever accidentally, almost on purpose saw my pictures. But at that point, I mean, even at this point, I'm sure there's been copies made. If someone wanted to make copies, they'd have plenty of pictures of me, and I might have my own OnlyFans by now. Who just knows? Don't,
0: just don't run for office. I
1: was the they, we were prison wise. We're probably the original OnlyFans because <laughs> we've been putting the pictures you, out from the beginning.
0: Honestly, you might have a point there. <laughs> you might have a point, but I mean, yeah, the pictures was dope. I mean. The, it, for us respectfully when you get pictures like that you don't pull them out until you, if you have a celly until he's gone mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying now you of course you got some cats to be like look at my girl look at my girl but respectfully that's the only time you pull it out he go to yard he goes he go to gym he go do something he go chow. you pull your pictures out you enjoy them for a little bit tuck them away in your box slide that joint under the bed i
1: guess so mm-hmm. so yeah to answer your question there was some nudes taken Quite a few, and I actually I have them all in my possession now. Yes, <laughs> he you do. he had had to send them out at one point. They stopped letting like actual full body nudes. Like you couldn't show titties, you couldn't show. Well, you never could show private. You always had to have your hand over that. Mm-hmm. But they weren't letting booty pics in anymore. It was Suckers. just like very soft porn.
0: <laughs> you had to have underwear on if they were showing. Yeah, it was like lingerie thing. stuff,
1: which is so. I um, mean, I guess I get it, but it's like these are some grown men. I, I, I don't they, know why you would not let sex be something to help keep them
0: calm. They felt like <laughs> it would it would uh, employ a sexual type of atmosphere around there, but like it you didn't created already? that. But you created that when you took the sex away. Yeah. That was a you know that was, that was a release right for for cats literally. Yeah. Okay. Just anyway,
1: uh, moving on.
0: Did people want to know.
1: No, they didn't did want to know. Wanna, did y'all want to know?
0: <laughs> Send a comment. Say let no us know if you want to. Say know. no. You did
1: it. Moving on to the next segment of the show, I see this is going to be one of those, huh? You just going to act up today? It's Friday, and he acting Tell like him he ain't again. got no
0: job. <laughs> Tell him again. It's Friday. If that's why I'm <laughs> and acting, he acting like, this. like he ain't got no job. Listen, <laughs> I didn't tapped into my reserves. Did you? Because I need to tap, tap, tap because your girl
1: is tie
0: Red. Tie Red. Huh?
1: Tie Red. Hmm.
0: <laughs> Tell people you know how you know how how tired I am I thought it was a whole day gone this morning this morning I felt so bad for this brother he woke up <laughs> he woke up like around his
1: normal time so I'm thinking he's getting ready to go and I was like, all right babe have a good day love you he was like, love you I ain't going nowhere. I'm going back to bed it's only it's Saturday and I was like no it's not
0: <laughs> it's- no you didn't you said it is? I was like, yeah. And I heard you do some shuffling. What would you do? Grab your phone? Yeah,
1: because I was like,
0: did I miss a whole day?
1: Because I could not remember Friday. Like, I did not remember. This is like 4.30 in the morning, by the way. So I'm like, what? I look and I was like, babe, no, it's not. It's Friday. And I felt so bad because I've had that happen. Where you're just... <laughs> You know for sure it's Saturday and then find out it ain't. That is the most devastating feeling.
0: Especially when in my mind I'm already saying, I'm so glad I'm gonna to go to work. Today. And you got to get back in uh, bed. He was gonna go pee and get back in the bed and you know went, that
1: get back in the bed.
0: I went to go pee <laughs> and I went to go take I went to go get me some drinks. My my throat was uh itching, right? So when I had bent that corner, I was going to the kitchen to give me something to drink and you was like love you and I was just like yeah because I I
1: thought you were leaving and not gonna say bye so I thought you thought I was still asleep so I was like love you Mm you were like I ain't going nowhere (laughs) it's Saturday I'm like
0: "Mm." I had to sit in that
1: I know I I mean 10 hours he got so quiet I mean he's already quiet in the morning but it got quiet and I was like I'm so (laughs) sorry (laughs)
0: because I knew that hurt him the world don't feel sorry for me (laughs) they're like they're laughing at everything like listen I knew that hurt your soul it really did it mm. really did. So that's tired. When you just skip a day, yeah. you just get to the weekend. He skipped the whole day with nobody permission. It <laughs> ain't no holiday. You can't do Unless that. this hallway.
1: All right. So the next segment we do is our highlight in heartbreaks. Mm-mm-mm. And go ahead, start. What's your highlight? Which or do you have a heartbreak or both? Honestly, yeah.
0: Uh, there was a there was an opportunity for me to be able to. Uh, um, Enlist in a position that would help people mm-hmm. as far as reintegration mm-hmm. and whatnot directly yeah and um yeah uh i spent a whole month after you know going down to see these people and them talk to me about this position and um i spent a whole month waiting for them to get back at me and i was getting word that i was like the number one guy and all that and then you know lo and behold i get a call from a, m- a month after the interview saying they couldn't move forward with the process. And there was no clarification, but the, I mean, the writing's on the wall, mm-hmm. you know, my history, my past and whatnot. And so it kind of got me down a little bit, just in the instance that, um, number one, I really wanted it. Number two, it's a passion for me. And then number three, I really, really just felt like motherfucking DOC got me again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I that know. it ate me up, right? Because <clears throat> you know as well as I do, we discussed this, years ago would i be able to do something like that mm-hmm. and come back and and do that because of all the time i did and all the the bullshit we went through when he was locked up um would i want to return to the scene of the crimes so to speak right. and, and and be involved in that and i was like i remember two decades ago i was like hell no mm-hmm. and then now i'm just like absolutely there's casts in there that need it that need our experience and whatnot and i really wanted to do that and it just it, it fell through uh it got me down but i let it get me down for a good eight a good eight hours. And then from then on, I've just been kind of even killed about it. Uh It's disappointing, but it, it doesn't stop me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you want a, a no it just means you're just closer to a yes mm-hmm. eventually. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's the, it is what it is. But, yeah, um I had a lot of backing, had a lot of support for that. Yeah, you and It just it just didn't happen. So that was a little heartbreak. But, you know, as with anything, um, you know, they try to knock the motherfucker down, but I'm still standing.
1: You are. And I'm so proud of how you handled that. Like from the time the interview happened all the way up to waiting it out, putting <laughs> things down that you normally don't put down, sacrificing things, doing extra things, all of that, you handled mm-hmm. that so well. Even when you when you found out the de- the denial, I was very pleased at how you like, okay, this is what it is. Fuck them. One mm-hmm. more time, fuck them again. Mm-hmm. But you going to make them keep having to tell you no because you know you were the top applicant. And that mm-hmm. was from the HR's mouth. Yeah. So we know that the only reason somebody saw your name, they might have known you or might have not have or did a little research that they didn't really like. Mm-hmm. That's one person we're worried about. And the thing about it is they can stop it all they want. They can try to stop it all they want to. But if that's what God wants for you, we'll be back.
0: Yeah, 100%. There's we'll going to be, be other opportunities. And honestly, I feel that... Um, it's not all for not because um, that interview process is is still is still talked about number one, mm-hmm. um, and there's people that can vouch for at least you know that they can vouch for uh, those recommendation letters that I got. My baby
1: out. has some amazing recommendation Let's letters. Like recommendation letters. I mean. They were such amazing recommendation letters that even that was something that they said specifically about you mm-hmm. in the, the whole process. But I mean, that's such a testimony to you. I Not only that. of all of the things that you've accomplished since you've been out, but then now people that had you had no connection with while you were inside, your your current or one of your most recent bosses, everything he said about you and to the detail of why you would be perfect for that job. Like... We know that that was them doing what they do,
0: 100%. and what
1: we, they haven't—they have not stopped us ever, so they mm-hmm. won't start now.
0: Yeah, so I mean that was a that was a, a heartbreak. That was a mild one, but uh, it it definitely was something I had to I had to get over because um, anytime I put my all into something, I seem to be you know successful, and mm-hmm. that was something that just didn't pan out right now. So right now, that's I was right. just like, damn. But
1: just for now,
0: I'm good though. Good, I'm You're it.
1: better than good. You're my man. See, you alright. You don't wanna get red on your mouth. I don't know.
0: <laughs> so, what about you? I
1: actually have a highlight. Highlight? Yeah, I'm gonna share this highlight. I have, we have the most amazing dog, Munchie. Munchie is just one of those dogs. Like, I, I know he's amazing. So I'm biased because I'm his mommy and I love him to death and he loves me to death. That's one thing we know for sure. Mm-hmm. He don't play about his mama. Mm-hmm. But I just love how much joy Munchie brings to other people, to strangers, to people we don't even know. But he's always bringing smiles to people. People have stopped me on this in the street, in their car. The other day, I was telling Babe, I pull up to the light. This is always where the interaction happens because Munchie always got his head out the window because yeah, he got to yeah. be free. His head's always out the window, just a panting, and people love a dog's head out the window. I didn't realize that, but they apparently they do. Mm-hmm. And a rot is like. The dog. The dog. Um, so he'll be panting, have his, he- have, have his head out, and this man pulls up. And he's, you know, I see him kind of smiling at Munchie, making little faces at Munchie. Because people do that. They'll be like, making faces like the dog is going to be like, oh, yeah, that's funny. the yeah, dog's looking at my face. <laughs> so then all of a sudden, he cracks his back window. I see him crack his back window, and he has these two little yappy Yorkies. And they see Munchie, and they're just like and it was kind of it was just kind of comical because munchie just kind of look at he just kept doing this, this like and we we're across from cars but the car next to me on this side batman and the car behind him they were just having the time of their lives watching these dogs interact and really? they weren't really interacting they were trying to bark at munchie he was just looking at him but everywhere i go munchie is always the oh my god Oh my yeah, God! Yeah, your dog, yeah. your dog, and I just love that he makes people so happy.
0: It's crazy that he. You're right. He does do that. He he's special because he has the ability to make people smile and be like, go outside and stuff. Be like, oh my God! Yeah. But at the same time, have the ability to make them scared to death yeah, that's because every true. time we go somewhere, <laughs> people choose another route. Or they will walk on the,
1: They'll the, no, cross the street. <laughs>
0: so he has the ability to do both i don't know he how does. he does it but he, he does. does he's
1: my little i just love that dog
0: yeah here. he good
1: he's a good dog he was a he's a good addition for us mm-hmm. i think he perfectly fits our our situation and he just i think he completes our little situation too yeah but that's my boy my munchie boo
0: yeah that's my guy Hmm. He makes me sick. <laughs> Every morning I gotta gauge like, "What you on today? You on being bad or no?" You on that's chill? the
1: thing. They both are gauging each other. Munchie, he temperature checks babe all the time because he's typically more of the disciplinarian with him. I mean, I get on him and he knows when I'm serious and not. But they be going at it a lot because this is this alpha thing. But Munchie, like when he sees me, automatically jumps up, comes about me, and he's all excited. When babe comes, he's like. Are you <laughs> cool today? Are we gonna have a problem? Are we beefing? Like he'll just kind of walk to his his room and just sit in his room until he sees that okay he in a good
0: mood. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. <laughs> I'm like,
1: Leave my dog alone.
0: I, I always tell much you've been getting on him because it's always consistent. If you've been getting on him today or he's been in the way, he does temperature shake me. If mm-hmm. he's been good and you ain't been yelling at him, I'll come in. He'll come up. Oh, to you me. think that's me? Absolutely. Like I just no, I, that's me. It, okay. No, I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's your fault. What I'm saying is, if you, if you, if he kind of knows that like I've been bad, oh shit, he home.
1: Oh, you like, I'm gonna tell you? That yeah, like, that? Oh, oh shit. It like,
0: it, because it, the days you'd be like, he been chill today. That'd be the day he'd come up to me and be like, and sniffing and all that, and he wanna jump on me and all that. But then in the days that you'd be like, I ain't, I, I'm two minutes off of him right now. He'll <laughs> go be, in the kennel when I come downstairs.
1: To be so, like, see, I don't even know if that's true. But maybe sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that could be sometimes but I've seen where we are both will be chilling and he'll be chilling with me and you'll come down the stairs and he'll just be like, okay, let me just go over here until we
0: see. Listen, and I, don't, <laughs> I don't mind that at all. You Check it, you check it. You no, it he'll be
1: looking at me like, is it cool? Is it cool?
0: And you tell him, it ain't cool. <laughs> or I'll be like, "Munchie, come with me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> come with me, he's not
1: in a good mood. <laughs> come here, come over here. Come on, come with mommy. <laughs> Cause like, maybe damn. them two are like, Son and son and dad, but also like brothers. They yeah. be fighting all the time, and it's fun until someone gets hurt.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He gonna get hurt. It ain't even. But, ha- but you know what? He's been good lately. He's been. I great. have not had to get in his ass lately about anything. Lately.
1: I think he's just getting a little older. He's learning more. He's catching on quicker. I mean, mm-hmm. he's only one, and you be talking to him acting like he's
0: five. Eighteen months.
1: Yes, he's eighteen months, but still, yes. don't be that
0: parent. Yeah, I'm that one. I'm that one. You are gonna learn quick. He's 18. You are gonna spend more time as an adult than you are as a kid. So he might baby. as well get it cracking. He's
1: a baby. He's a puppy, and he's not neutered, so he has all kind of energy.
0: Mm, and she got all type of excuses for him. Whatever, I tell you just like that. Y'all he's see amazing. Y'all see her. He's
1: my sweet little baby boy. Mm.
0: He's sweet <laughs> most of the time, though. That's my guy. I really, I really enjoy his temperament, though. His he just oh, his overall temperament is just cool. Like dogs be tripping on him, he just be like.
1: Unless he, unless they be talking a little bit too much,
2: yeah.
1: And I think, well, Babe thinks that if, if they're talking too much and if I'm there, yeah. he kind of he'll start to kind of like get yeah. back. But th- sometimes, because he's never he never really is aggressive like that. So whenever I hear him do like a real bark or him kind of show teeth or get aggressive, I'm like, oh, oh who is this? Mm-hmm. Where did that come from? Because he's just a big love bug. He is, but he don't play if he. It's not time to play. So he will let other you dogs
0: know. be. Barking at them, they be like, "Sucker, sucker,
2: sucker!" Like, Who you call, sucker?
0: Who you call, sucker? Sucker, get out of here! <laughs> Beat your ass and your mama's ass. That's that's when he trip. <laughs> that's when he trip. When he hear that, he would be like, "What?
2: Who you talking about, my yeah, that's he talk about my mama?" Yeah, that's
0: when he trip. That's he But yeah, he's a good dog because when I take him for a walk or I take him somewhere and there's a bunch of dogs, he don't do that. With he don't do that at all. He don't be snapping that's on dogs and all that. But you take him, you be telling me like
1: he, he, I be having to pull the leash because we have the little collar that you can like kind of adjust pinch with collar. him, the pinch collar and I be having to yank that thing because he be jumping up trying to get them dogs. Mm-hmm. My boy. Anyway, that's my, my uh, hi, she hi, she hi highlight. She highlight to talk about
0: the damn dog, y'all.
1: I could talk about him all day. Uh Feel free to check out my Instagram. You'll see him all over. He also has his own page, Munchy the Rot on instagram so check him out
0: yeah yeah he's worthy he's my
1: boo let's get into this episode let's do it so here's another popular question this isn't just one that we get from viewers this is one we get from friends and family i think family kind of knows by now because i think we put that message out there okay. but the topic or the question is when are we gonna have some kids y'all gonna have some kids Now, the reason I think a lot of people do still ask that is because before you came home, I was on this uh, Manifesting Twins campaign. Mm -hmm. If y'all stuck around and y'all was with me through the Love After Lockup series I did, y'all remember everything was hashtag twins, hashtag team twins, 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 2022. Like I was all twins, twins, twins. I wanted these babies. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I wanted kids before I wanted to do anything else. That was like I wanted to be a, a wife and a mother. And I wanted to get turn 18 and marry me a military man and have me some babies. That was what I thought I was gonna do until my mom was like, hell no. You need to not have this ma- be dependent on no man and get you an education and get you a job. <laughs> so, but the idea was always that kids were gonna be in a part of my life. Mm-hmm. How about you? Did you always think kids are gonna be?
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, before before you and I got together, you know what my plan was. I was just gonna, mm-hmm. I was gonna have me a boy and that was it it was gonna be me and my boy you know
1: um he thought he was gonna be a single dad like he was just gonna have a baby and the mom was just gonna drop out not
0: drop out (laughs) not drop out but i just kind of felt i i didn't i didn't the family dynamic wasn't Mm -hmm. really on my mind back then you know and um so then we get together and of course i was like yeah i definitely want to have kids with you right and so then um yeah for years we talked about that talked about that but you know as, as as time went by and um uh, we gotten older and you had more experiences, things have changed and you know, we just
1: Well you know, plans I mean, change. Yes. Things changed. We did get older, we did have changed our stance on that. But I will say there were reasons that we changed our stance on it. It mm-hmm. wasn't just like, Oh yeah, no, we don't wanna have kids no more. Right. Um, when he came home that was still our focus. I think we were gonna do the wedding, we were gonna start having like working on and practicing having these babies because I was getting up there in age. I think, yeah, when he, the year we got married, I had turned 40 that next month. Mm-hmm. And you know, everybody at 35, they already are calling you a geriatric pregnancy. So you, I, I was already on the hospice list as far as, as far as pregnancies on, go, man. according to
0: the, the hospice list,
1: according to how they would You're talk stupid. about you, which by the way, it was so disrespectful. I. I even started documenting it. I have a lot of it documented because I just could not believe the information I, I didn't get or the information I was getting, the comments I was getting, the, the vocabulary that was being used. But yeah, so I had started documenting because I thought I had been looking at a lot of it for a lot of information. And I wanted information from someone that looked like me. And I could not find it. Every time I would search, it would be some blonde and she's telling us, this and that and this and that and I'm like okay let me find someone and there just wasn't so I I did start to document it but I will say it got a little difficult because um, one thing that I found out pretty quickly after before before, actually when you were going to work release Mm because I think that's when I stopped my birth control I had stopped my birth control like a year before because I was going to be cleansed out and be just ready for this my womb was just going to be ready for this baby (laughs) and then um, yeah life happened and my body was like, hmm, you're 40. Did you know that you're already in perimenopause? Did you know that you have a low egg count?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Didn't know that. Had no idea about that. Didn't even know that was like really a thing that people were going through. Um, So it didn't mean that we couldn't have a baby. It just meant it was going to be harder and we would have to probably try some other, mm-hmm. uh, what's the word?
0: Avenues. Avenues. Yeah.
1: So we went down that route for a little bit. We explored that route rather. Mm-hmm. And during that whole time, y'all, I was like devastated. I don't even think devastated is the word. I hurt. was you crushed. I felt like my body just betrayed me. And I felt like one more thing prison took from me. I didn't get like, you mean, if you've done prison, you know, but there's just so many things you miss and that you don't get and one of the things that we were very clear and intentional about was waiting to have a baby because we wanted to experience the whole thing together for one but then two we wanted to not have our kid raised in a prison setting we didn't want them to know that that was a major part of their life Mm -hmm. and because we chose to do it that way and then then finding out that like oh well now you guys might have waited too long it was it was heartbreaking yeah
0: it was a trip it was uh, definitely something I had to think through and and, and live through every day. Um, and it, it, it's to the point that I don't think either one of us is like completely over that part of it, the disappointing part of that. Yeah, but right. um, but uh, it just, I think God was really instrumental in being able to help us get over the hump and see that we wanted them Mm-hmm. You know, but um, there's so many other parts of our life that's necessary, also. And we're, we, we were able to focus on that because when it first happened, I was wondering if we could focus on anything else. Like, I know. it was huge.
1: It was. And that was also kind of what I didn't want because. I kind of delve into all of the like, you know, the expecting websites and all the the, the apps and all that. And it can become so overwhelming and consuming. Mm. And literally like everything you do, you start crit- uh, not criticizing, but analyzing. And like, oh, am I ovulating? Is this mean That Could I be, is this an-? like, mm. and so every single day was just this like, Am I, am I, can I, is it close? I'm buying all the ovulation tests. I'm buying all these things. I'm like, oh, we need to time it. Let's go, we gotta do it right now. And like, it just was, it was just a lot. And I think it made it more, a little more stressful. And so um, we talked to different doctors. We found out like what our chances are, what we should do. And they were really, I appreciated that they were very honest with us and not giving, like selling us any dreams. Um, And the options they gave us, we just, I mean, from the time he told it to me, I just, in my spirit, that was not something I wanted to do. And, but I was willing to do it if it was something he needed me to do. And that was going to be kind of hard. And so when we talked about all of our options and we were kind of going through all of it and I was, I had just kind of start going like down the path of like, okay, this is what we're going to do because I kind of just assumed that that was Like, we said we wanted to have kids, and this was the way to do it. So I thought, like, I need to know and be ready. So if he says this is what we're going to do, I know exactly what's going to happen. And be ready to do that. Mm -hmm. And it just seemed a little bit... It just did not bring me any joy. Like, I I cried harder about those that whole scene and, and seeing how it all went down. Like, what goes on with it. And that was more sad to me than, I think, the news of it just being of the news of it being more difficult and it not happening like we wanted to. And so we were just, we finally like kind of talked about it. And it wasn't until you really kind of were like, you do know I don't need to do that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I didn't really know that. Cause I thought that, that that was the plan. We have to have these kids. And I I of course have to have the kids.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so it wasn't until you kind of pulled me to the side and was like, I. I'm just fine with how we are. Like, I want a kid with you. If I have kids, I want want them with you. But if we don't have kids, I'm not going to feel like my life is any less. And
0: And that remains true.
1: I appreciate you telling me that because I didn't know that necessarily. And I wasn't sure if that was going to be true for me. And I felt like, again, it was just kind of like another betrayal of, like, my body and of, like, all this time I sacrificed, and all these things I gave up for us to finally be able to have some like little fairy tale in this whole piece of hell. Mm-hmm. And then one more thing, just snatch from me.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah,
1: it was I mean it was very hard and i I didn't think I could honestly live through that. Like I just did not I didn't see how I could get through that. It was a very difficult time. but I remembered I started really praying. And this is when I was really, really, really like building my relationship with God and getting, making it stronger. And I I asked him straight up, I was like, God, if this is not what you want in my life, I need you to remove the desire from my heart because I can't just have this desire and, and keep moving forward. Like I need you to make it distasteful. Like mm-hmm. I need it to be not something I want anymore.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Never thought that would happen. But when I tell you, this is these are one of the reasons i know god is real because i can tell you because i knew i know how bad i wanted babies mm-hmm. i know how bad i was obsessed with pregnancy i wanted to be pregnant so bad i've always wanted a witness of live birth like this is i would just be up at late at night before he even came home it's like years for years i would just watch birthing videos like i was obsessed with it now Come ask me if I want to be somebody's mama besides Munchies.
0: No, uh, listen, because we witness it. We see it. It, oh, it, it God looks like do we a lot. It. it looks like a lot. <laughs> Which is crazy because, I mean, I know I was locked up, but I mean, I've seen plenty of women with kids, never looked at it in the light that we started to look at it like, oh, I don't I don't know if I want to add that to our life. Yeah.
1: For That's one, I th- kids are definitely for young people. I think they're yeah. definitely for young people. Yeah. Um, but then two. We started seeing the people around us with their kids and how that was all they ever did. Mm-hmm. That was all they could talk about. That was all they thought about. They couldn't do anything else mm-hmm. around their children. And they seemed to be fine with that. We were not. Nah. We were just like, that. we did all this time. And yeah, kids are part of our, we would love to have like that as part of our family. But I'm telling you, as I asked God to remove that from me He just made it so visible as to why I didn't want it. The people I saw with them and how they were doing it was like, hell no, couldn't do it. The other kids and other people's kids that just are like, that control their life in the way that I'm just like, hell no, couldn't do it. Not saying that, that they not saying that they do control those people's lives. I'm saying that's how we viewed it. Mm-hmm. It was just like I cannot be controlled. Yeah. I want to have some free time. I want to be able to like some when, freedom. Let me find a babysitter. Like let me do this. And people just do their thing different, and we just were like, just yeah, no, no, Mm-mm. no. Mm-hmm. we don't want parts of that. I don't want your kid running my life. Yeah. I don't want the fact that I'm over here, your kid is running my life. I don't want that at my house because mm-hmm. I see how they run your life. Yeah. I'm cool.
0: Yeah, no no disrespect to anybody yeah. who who sure has kids. kids or who has come home from a similar situation and wants to have kids. No disrespect at all. I, I just for some reason um the fact that I'm home and we're together and we have our life together is equally as much of a blessing mm-hmm. as having a kid would be. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. it's just there's, it's on the same playing field. It's on the level playing field. It's just like I love. Real quick,
2: life.
1: I just want to be clear. I was. I'm not saying what I was saying about people and like their kids are controlling and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. I'm saying when I asked God to remove that from my heart, that's what it was like. Those are the things that I saw hmm. that were just not going to resonate well for me, and were easy for me to say, hmm, not my thing anymore, mm-hmm. and. There's a plenty of kids that I, I'm grateful. There's plenty of kids that I have in my life that I can take when I want them. And I want to love on them and spoil them. And then there's kids that I can give back. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully one day I'll have some nieces and nephews of my own that I can love on and care on. I My job as a social worker, I work with first-time moms. So I do see babies and I get those little baby sniffs when mm-hmm. I need to. But yeah we still talk about like when i see parents doing things with their kids as they're like growing older and i'm just like ah i used to dream about that Mm -hmm. like i wanted a kid to have your little face so i could just bite it and kiss it all day long like i just know that i knew that that little boy was going to have me wrapped around his finger and i thought he was going to be so funny and the things that he would like the little things he would say and come and do and i'm sure all the things that our friends are loving about their kids But we also see the stuff that they hate about the kids that they'll never say. And we can just say, that is not our life.
0: Yeah, what do we say now? We see something, the first thing we say is, couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. That could not be me, (laughs) I couldn't do it.
1: when people are like, so what are you about to go do? And we'd be like, nothing. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. Like when we go home. <laughs> that's it. That's it. We ain't got to put nobody, ain't nobody
1: calling my name. I ain't got to worry about someone's attitude. I ain't got to feed nobody. When I eat my food, it's hot every time. Yeah. I like to like, it's yeah. just such a different life when you're at 40 years old. You got a little bit of money now. You mm-hmm. ain't poor and you have this freedom
0: to just be with your partner and like live. It's a lot of fun. It is. And then it's like <laughs> right, right now, it's Friday, right? So with us, it's like Friday, the weekends here. Mm-hmm. With some parents, it's like it's Friday, this one punk ass kids gonna <laughs> ask me to stay up late and I'm tired and I don't want him to stay up late. Damn. But I his mama gonna be like, No, stay up late. <laughs> like that's the type of like I wouldn't want to go through today. It couldn't be me Especially today. Especially
1: when you came home the way you came home today and we're like at the end of your rope, mm-hmm. just exhausted. Imagine you see how munchy sometimes we want your attention and we can be like, munchie, go sit down. Mm-hmm. What little kid you know? <laughs> we don't know any kids that, for one, listen to their parents. And two, yeah. that will go and sit down.
0: Yeah. Because sometimes <laughs> I feel like... You remember next Friday when Debo yelled at that chihuahua? That uh-huh. she, he, he like, God, you little... Like, that's what I might do to my kids where I felt when I came home. I don't exactly. need to be doing that. oh no, yo we, we ain't, I ain't with that life. So, but... Yeah. It's Friday. I want to come home. I want to chill with my lady. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Pet my dog. I want to have a drink. That's nothing. You know what I'm saying? When you got the kids and whatnot, you can't drink like you want to. You, you know, you can't indulge in other extracurricular activities like you want to. <laughs> you know, you got to just be like, oh, okay, I can't it go was, there. Yeah. It's,
1: I don't know. I mean, Like I said, you know, here's the other thing, like it it also, too, sometimes I felt like when I started to feel good about not wanting kids and it was like, yeah, hell yeah, we don't have these kids. I kind of felt guilty because I would see our friends or family members that did have kids and they're just like, they look so miserable all the time. Mm -hmm. And then you're just like, no, but that's they they don't feel like they're miserable. And that is their choice just because it looks miserable to me. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that it is for them. And they can enjoy that over there.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, no.
1: we can just do this over here and that's fine
0: that is fine 100 percent. but yeah I, like i said I, the, the, that desire to to the degree that it was isn't it gone. there. it's, it's so there.
1: it's so crazy to me that how much it's not gone because even when i can be sentimental and be like man i thought i was gonna be the mom they had all the kids come over and i was gonna have all the i was always gonna have food and they be like yeah we're going to you know, we're going to their house. I was going to be the house mom.
0: Okay. So piggybacking off off of that, mm-hmm. we'll be watching a movie or something and that'll be that scenario. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's what I wanted to be. How does that feel with you now? Like, do you does that make you sad when you see that, like no. on TV or something like that?
1: No, it doesn't make me sad. There's certain things, like when, when I see certain interactions between parent and child where it's mm-hmm. like, you did that, where it would let a parent know, like, I'm doing a good job here. Mm. Like little things that kids might do to let you know, like, okay, they're listening or they're paying attention. Those moments that I see, now those ones are kind of like, I'll never have that. Yeah. I'll never know what that feels like from my child to look at me and I can see like, this is what you did, or this is the work you've done. But at the same time, babe, I am a, I'm very blessed that I have so many different avenues that I do get to see my imprint. Yeah, my sure. job is a big one. Uh, my friends, my families—I mean, I have, I have a, I have plenty of space to do it, and I do see where I already do make my imprint. I have people always telling me like, "I would never have done that without you." So while I'm not officially someone's biological mother, I definitely feel like I mother. Yeah, I mother all the time. That's mm-hmm. just in me. I'm a nurturer. I take care. I just do that, and you don't have to be mine to, for me to do it. And I think that's like one of the true signs of a mother. You just take care of who you see needs to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. And I will always be that. That's that's in my soul is to just take care and nurture. And I get to do even more of that with my two boys. Like I, I spoil them. They are, these two are good at that house.
0: And I love that. She talked the other one, she's talking about munchies. Yeah, munchies. These Sorry. two are pointing over here at one the person. Munchies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I always say well, Munchies squared. They're the munchies.
0: Yeah, but yeah, you do. You take excellent care of us. And honestly, when you're with that dog, there's so many times that I'd be wanting to say during the week, I'd be like, "Babe, he's a dog. He's not human." Just like you throw it at <laughs> me when I get mad at him. When you show him a certain type of affection, I'd be like, "Babe, he's like what? He's he's just like honestly, it's just." I, you want to walk around with Munchie right here all oh, day. Oh, if you I could carry could. him,
1: I would. And if he like, would, if he could be carried, he would. You
0: showed me a video the other day of what she was cooking. This yeah. woman was cooking and holding the dog on the shoulder, and it wasn't no small dog. <laughs> it was a golden retriever. And then he, knowing that he spoiled on this on this little video, what he do? Put he his head put on his on her head, shoulder. head on her shoulder. I said, "This is exactly I what you would, she would melt.
2: do." No,
1: but see Munchie melts my heart every day. Like we have our routines that I just, there are me and our time, he's gone. So I don't even know if you know we do what we do in the morning because you never see it. Mm-hmm. But no, we I have don't. our little routines where he gets his little morning pets and scratches. I know exactly where to scratch him and pet him. We wash his face, we wa- wipe his face or brush his teeth out. We have our little moments. And I do feel like, okay, I'm getting him ready for the day. <laughs> and then it's like Munchie, go sit down you're fine
0: go sit down some <laughs> motherfucking way because
1: he will not he follows me around like i'm his i am his service animal
0: he's crazy because <laughs> his ass in the morning time like as he's gotten older he used to come and i come down in the morning Not times i'm saying he even got in his kennel mm-hmm. In the night he don't have to sleep in his kennel but he'll just go in there and so then when i come down he used to just come out the kennel and then you know now he just lays there mm-hmm. he'll look at me Sometimes he'd be turned to the wall, but he'd be like this because he's tired, like mm-hmm. he's trying to wake up. So I leave him. It's not till I put them fucking socks on. <laughs> when I sit down and put my socks on, here he comes. He has to stop me every morning and put my socks on. Then from that moment on, that's when we do our routine in the morning, which mm-hmm. is me to wipe his face and give him his little, his morning shoes. Um, he has shoes and let him go outside and everything. But he, throughout that whole time I'm getting ready, is on me. He mm-hmm. follows me in the furniture room the bathroom behind the bar he is everywhere with me yeah
1: he is definitely he he latches that's for sure
0: yeah but he is a latcher. but back to our original point is that i'd be seeing like the way you baby him and i'd be like and i don't i don't say anything i just let you do your thing because he does say stuff he
1: sucks his teeth he makes comments he makes rolls his eyes i do that he gets an attitude if I'm giving him too much attention. I
0: roll him hard, too.
1: Oh, God forbid. God for Because this is a thing. Munchie is like any kid. If he sees his parents hugging or showing affection, he comes and is like, I want something of like that, too. Yes. And he gets an attitude. you damn right. I'm just like, of course he's going to want to be in no, on this. No, don't
0: have to be in on everything. <laughs> sometimes he's on certain days, we got to send his ass outside just to have a conversation. That's true. He do be
1: sometimes. But other times, he's just like, mm, give me a little snuggle. Let me get a little snuggle. Let me get some of that snuggle. Yeah, snuggle. And it, God forbid, you know, I'm rubbing, babe, and then here come Munchie, and I accidentally just go and do this to Munchie. Oh, you would have thought I just, I might as well just, might as well have
0: cheated. Second comment, world. Comment if that, if you wouldn't feel the same way. She took her hands off of me to rub the dog.
1: First of all, I had rubbed you. I damn near rubbed you. <laughs>
0: You cannot, I don't care if you've been rubbing me for an hour You can't stop rubbing me to I rub the gonna dog that
1: was going to rub you raw But I've been rubbing you for, I was rubbing you for I always am rubbing him
0: You cannot stop It's constant
1: rubbing of that you man You better
0: let five minutes last between rubs or something You can't go like this and just be like, oh And then come rub him It doesn't matter if you've been rubbing me for an hour I'm like, are you, okay He has a whole attitude Okay. <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so to go back to the original question Uh, we have, we gave ourselves until 42. We were going to just try the old, good old Hardy way till 42 to see if it happened. And if it happened great. And if it didn't happen, then we knew that that was not for us. And Mm -hmm. we were going to just lock that ship up. Mm -hmm. The ship has been locked up.
0: It has been locked up.
1: Your girl turned 42. There is no baby. Will there be a baby? Most likely never. Because we're taking precautions to make sure that don't happen.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, but the thing (laughs) is. I didn't
1: want no whoopsie at 52.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that wouldn't be good. That's no. not good. If, it, if we ain't, we can't do it now at our old age. We damn sure can't have no whoopsies later on. Mm-hmm. But that whole process, we came to this conclusion, this decision, um, with it wasn't just us. God was involved in it too. Ah, uh, yeah, absolutely. So it it was easy to confirm and have conviction on certain decisions because you knew, like you said, when you turned forty two, mm-hmm. you got there, and it was like, okay, God, because mm-hmm. we had put in His hands. We told Him exactly what we wanted and he said that's not what i want for you guys Mm-mm. and it was able it was able. we were able to easily accept it and move on there's so much more that god got planned for so
1: us. much and if, i mean i'm telling y'all i know that there's going to be times where i'm going to be like dang
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's going to be there are going to be times through my life where i'm going to just kind of probably feel sad that we never got that
2: mm-hmm. peace
1: Uh, Because, for one, I think we would have made beautiful babies and they probably would have been absolutely amazing humans. Um, But I also think about the fact that maybe I wouldn't have been the best mom. I mean, you see all the stuff I'm unpacking with my family, my life, my family, my parents, all that stuff I'm unpacking still to this day. Mm Um, but who knows what the reason was? I don't think that was why, but I'm just saying we don't know what it was, but I'm okay with it being what it is now. Yeah. And I never ever thought that I'd be able to say that without bawling. There was a time I could not even talk about this without not going into the ugly, my grandma just died cry.
0: You couldn't think about
1: it. I couldn't even think about it. I was broken y'all. It was a s- six months of just constant tears. Mm-hmm. I cried like three times a day for probably three months straight.
0: Uh- i saw you cry three times a day so i think you should cried more than that because i mean i'd be at work and shit but yeah it I, was a
1: hard thing for me it yeah. was just really hard and so for me to be here now what a year two years later and just be in such a different headspace. yeah and i we check in with each other often about it um when we were still de- you know determining uh which i really appreciated because i, I kind of was when i started feeling myself being more and more like no i don't really want that i was i was not afraid but just hesitant like okay what is he how is he feeling about this and i don't want him to just say what he thinks i want Mm -hmm. or what's going to make me feel good um so i think the conversations we had were pretty raw and and real and you were pretty honest with me and
0: honestly yeah the only hard part part of the conversation was um i didn't want to come across as if i was relieved not to have kids or that i'm just like cool like mm-hmm. but I, it wasn't like that it mm-hmm. was literally like god showed me so much and remember we actually prayed for him to replace that feeling and mm-hmm. i think that's what he did mm-hmm. you know uh with uh careers and other goals that we want to have in and munchie, and, we, and, and, munchie mm-hmm. and goals that we have for our marriage and whatnot he replaced that desire to yeah. have to see those other things come into fruition and i'm totally fine with it
1: i mean and we even have sat back and be like okay so if we're on this trajectory and this is what we're trying to do where would we fit a kid in that yeah. like we could not do what we're we're on our way to be doing mm-hmm. with i mean of course we would have made it happen and if it happens now we'd make it work and we'd probably have to adjust but Way we're we're trying to grind this thing and doing this, that would have been impossible yeah. to be great parents with a child, a baby, right, and be doing this. Right. Like it just would not have worked. So we would have had to give this part up too, mm-hmm. you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I mean, who knows? I don't know what God has for us, but that's the most exciting part. That is the most exciting part for me, is like every time something doesn't work out. All that means is that that's room for something to work out yeah, for, for sure. me. I just get so excited. Like I told Babe that about the job with the position he was telling you about. It was just like, okay, so that means that wasn't it. So what is
0: it? Yeah, Let's exactly. wait for what
1: is it. And like, if I was
0: excited about that, yeah, wait till you see what
1: you' about to get. Yeah, for sure. That's how I look at it. I'm just, I'm just, I, I know he's got me. Like he's God's shown me so many times that he's got me that I can't deny that. Mm-hmm. And I'm so confident in it that it's like, okay, what you got, God?
0: Let's roll, let's see what's up. I ain't gonna lie, it was like last month sometime, I was thinking to myself, I was like, I would not be wanting to go shell out no goddamn money for no school clothes. School clothes,
1: you know, like even Yaz was saying they gotta pay for their sports, all the, everything they're paying for, for these kids, feeding the kids. You see how much our grocery bill went up with just us.
0: Well, yeah, first of all, not only just, not only the food, but you're telling me, I got they got to pay for all their sports now, and I got to pay for that too. We did that though. I mean, we had to pay for sports. Never pay for no sports. Well, y- never.
1: Oh yeah, we paid.
0: Yeah, I never pay for no sports. School sports? Mm-hmm. Never ever pay for that. Yeah. Crazy.
1: Um, but yeah, no. I, I <sighs> kids are a lot. They're expensive. Here's the other thing that I love. I love being able to help the kids that we do have in our lives. Like when they do need money for their trip. And we can just be the fun. My goal is to be rich auntie that could just bail you out on anything. Like you wanna go, where you wanna go? Come ask me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's where I'm trying to get to the status where if mommy says no, you come ask as Auntie Candy, I got you. And it's mm-hmm. not even something I gotta think about. Like, what you need?
2: Yeah,
1: I wanna just be the fun, rich auntie that spoils them, takes them, drops them off.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hear you on that. That's what I, I want to be. Honestly, if, if for me, if you didn't hear your mama say no, you can come to me and get another one. And I can reiterate it. No.
1: Okay. Well, then no, they'll come to me. Yeah, they will. But we've had opportunities with some of the kids in our lives to help with school things and trips and just different things. and I love being having that. Mm-hmm. I love that. It is dope. Mm-hmm.
0: But <clears throat> in essence, it all just says to me that, and this is what I tell you all the time, is that like... Like I really mean you're enough. Like I don't need anything else. I
1: know. You know? I believe that.
0: It's it's it's, it's I'm not missing anything. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I can honestly say, yeah, some a little girl that look like you, a little chocolate little bunny that look like you, I yeah, I'll be through. I'll be through. But at the same time, I'm not missing it on a daily yeah. basis. It's just not it's not
1: And I'm really grateful for that. Like I'm glad that you fill me up in a so many spots that where we are missing things that I I'm just I have so much fullness over here that it's not like it's um where I'm feeling a loss yeah you know it's like genuine love it's very much genuine love and we the thing about it is we've been this is what we were doing all before was this is me and you and we always said that even with the kids we wanted to make sure that me and you stayed super tight connected mm-hmm. always it just be the priority hmm and now it's like we can just do that and not have a, no guilt behind it, and just go a hundred percent just hard for the two of us. Yeah, and I think that's dope.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm so excited to do with you. Or you're a great partner to do with. This whole time you've been hundred percent with like how you feel. You've told me how you felt. I haven't had to worry or guess, and I never had to feel like I wasn't enough. Which I really appreciate that because I know women who've gone through this that have felt that and I never had to feel like what's my my husband's judging me or he wants to leave me or he doesn't he regrets me or you never made me feel bad about my body not oh. working the way we thought it was going <laughs> and to. And
0: I, yeah, I never looked at it like that. I just, you know, the the thing is, I know that you know. I know that you know that I know you're enough, mm-hmm. right? but i keep telling you not because i think that you forget i just i just make sure that that is a part of our conversation mm-hmm. that's all just like i love you i know you know you know i love you but mm-hmm. i'm going to make sure that's part of our conversation on a daily basis so, so when it be. comes to <clears throat> when it comes to that like you just need to make sure that you remember that i know and feel that you are so much more than what any other addition to the family could offer Thanks, so babe. everything else is just a bonus you know
1: You see how he does me, y'all. He's so good to me. I love him so
2: much. You crazy? I love you.
1: I know. You're the best. I really do mean that. Like you really, you are just. You're definitely part of a huge part of why this has been such an easy transition for me. Mm -hmm. And even though I was not ready for Munchie, I was not ready for a dog. I'm can't see my life without him. And I get that now with parents when you're like, Why do you want that kid? And you're just like, they can't see their lives without those kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that for them for that. And I'm glad for what we got.
0: We got it. We got it good, I think.
1: We got it pretty good.
0: You know, house much you can run around in or up down the stairs. Uh just running. We were all considering getting another one,
1: but we gotta get a bigger house before we can get two munchies. Yeah. We can't have two hundred pound dogs running around. <laughs>
0: Hundred and ten pound dogs running around the house. We got a long basement, right? So our basement is long, so he can run. Candace throws balls and toys. Not that long, but I'm I'm talking about he can get a running start. Like he 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 can run, right? When he runs through that
1: wall, I'm surprised he ain't ran through that wall yet. I'm about to say two dogs doing that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god! And the hair? Mm -hmm. Oh no. Mm. So anyway, that was. The question of the day, the topic is, are we going to have children? The answer is emphatically, no. No No babies over this way. But, um, you know, we never know. At least no biological babies. I don't know if God will ever just drop one on our doorstep. But that would probably be what has to happen. This is us?
0: (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) That would be what has to happen for that to to happen. But anyway.
0: Yeah. That's where we are with it. Yeah. If it happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't. That's where we're at.
1: But we're looking forward to whatever does happen and all the kids that do come into our lives that we can also give back. Because <laughs> that's always the best part. Spoil them up, love them up, send them on home. It's going to be so good walking in the house
0: tonight. You know, yeah,
1: I mean, like, this is the thing. And it's not to brag. This is It's kind of the same way people with kids do. Because, you know, people with kids, all they do is talk about these kids. Mm-hmm. And all I'm about to do is talk about why we don't have kids and what we do without having kids. (laughs) But like the other night, we've talked about this a few times, we will be, it'll be eight o'clock at night. And we'll just say, we can just say, let's go get us a massage. And we got a little spot, go get us a foot massage for an hour and follow that by a 60 minute full body massage. And it'd be 10 o'clock on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And we ain't got nothing else to do.
0: Ain't got we ain't to got to put
1: nobody to bed. We ain't got to worry about no diapers being changed. We can go at 2 a.m. and get us some Sherry's pie. <laughs> be fat asses at 2 a.m. and get up oh and go get God. some pie.
0: 100%. <laughs>
1: we can do whatever we want. And that's Man. the fun part. It's like we have not been able to do that for so many years. We couldn't do anything. Just the normal stuff. And so now just to be able, like you want to go to california yeah. let's go to california for the day
0: like yeah. we can do what we want to do 100 that's, that's fun dumb. and then you know like we go places and like say when we're traveling and then you're in the airport and you see like the parents and oh my god with the kids and you're just like <laughs> not our problem
1: <laughs> <laughs> no but then we end up getting stuck on the plane by those parents with all them daggone kids yeah. that they can't control Yeah, it's so interesting, too, because, you know, we see people that look at us and like, oh, why aren't they having kids? Everybody, all the parents think that we should have that we should be parents like them. And I think it's just because they need other people to be in the misery with them while they're in it. (laughs) Like, we need y'all to be in this miserable cycle with us. Uh That's what it sometimes it seems like. But it's also like when we're when they're looking at us like, oh, they don't have the kids. And we're just looking at them like, oh, Um,
2: they got three. (laughs) Y'all
1: got three kids. Mm. <laughs> Y'all got two Two years apart
0: And here's one thing We talked. We haven't talked about Like we talked about how Like what your Friday night's like But Tell them about how Our Saturday morning is <laughs> With our kids <laughs> I mean That is a beautiful thing Ain't it It really is
1: It really is Yeah And let me tell you this I should have added this To my highlight Cause this new in- Invention that we bought we got us a bed jets and so we bought one because I thought we would just be able to share it. And now we realize we both need our own because i be cold, he be hot. Mine's on its way. We got us each these bed jets so that we can have our cool and hot whenever we want to in the beds. Ask when he got up out of this bed last weekend with his bed jet. And then want to try to tell me like, oh, I'm going to be up by nine. 12.30 comes.
0: Yeah, right. And he
1: want to yawn like it's 7.15 in the morning. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was late. I slept in. Them like, bed jets, fucker.
1: y'all, get you but, a jet. If you can get you one, get you one. I
0: highly recommend.
1: Whew,
0: it's the, game changer. The thing is, I had no <laughs> idea because a lot of times when I'm hot, it's up here. But that is just literally cooling off your feet. Which cools it, it off everything. So I'd be good. And then you introduced me to the heat because I was, I didn't even turn it on ever. And then I'm like, damn, this actually feels good. They have
1: so many modes, like they have modes that, and they all have timers on them. So no matter what, it will automatically get shut off, Mm -hmm. you know, at a certain time and you can adjust that. But Mm -hmm. when you get in a warm, a warm bed, this warm with air versus warm with like a heating blanket, it's a different thing. It feels different. It's just.
0: It feels lighter. It's like so, in the cloud. so give you guys a little context about this thing. It's a, it's a tube that comes that's connected to a a, a fan. Mm-hmm. A tube comes up and it goes right at the foot of the bed it and it just air. it blows air you up under the sheets. You can
1: determine the heat, the temperature, and the um,
0: speed of the air being blown. Okay, Yeah, and so yeah, I'm telling you whether you. That's another thing I just realized because mm. i will be waking up in the morning like, why the fuck do I keep falling asleep? And not even know you know how you know you get tired or whatever. Oh, it, I just be watching TV yeah. and then next it's next morning it's, and that's it's that damn bed. Jet. And
1: they have it where it has a bio rhythm where it will start to keep track and it'll just automatically change the temperature to you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I was gonna tell you to so start using that so then it learns you and throughout the night it'll just say, oh, you need a little bit cooler now. Mm-hmm. Oh, you need a little bit warm. Girl, get you one. Get you a bed jet. Yeah. Listen, we've been trying to not be talking our asses off so much because we realize these have been getting long and we want to keep these to a tight hour. So we're going to wrap this show up. We hope that y'all got your answers. No babies over here, but we are doing fine with it and we're happy with where we're at. So I appreciate all the love and the questions and the concern. But your girl is good. Yeah, we're good. We done. We're, we're good. Um, but yeah, I, I like that y'all asked. And I'm glad that we finally, we finally told y'all. I kind of wanted to make sure I was in the best place to tell you. Because I didn't... I mean, it's still kind of all new to us. And um, my family, I think all of my family knows. I've told them, like, no, we're not doing that part. But, you know, I, I wanted to make sure I was fully healed and ready to talk about it. And I, I am. So I'm glad that we got this part out. And y'all know... But yeah, it's gonna be just me and Pookie till the wheels fall off with our munchie, unless munchie. we get another one.
0: We will eventually. Yeah, we're, we're we're total rot people, so we're he's really
1: turned cool. me into a rot mama, a rotty mom. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all, thank you so much for coming. Please come back. Uh, stay black. Stay blessed. Uh, stay and beautiful. Stay beautiful, and then make sure you are what what they need to do. We were drinking water the other day. Make sure you be praying. Yeah. Make sure you be praying. I know it be it's hard to do, but just pray. He's listening and he's working for you. You don't even know it. So keep that going. And yeah, we'll be back next week.
0: And treat people good in your interactions. For real. That's paramount. Be kind. Yeah.
1: Love y'all.
0: Love y'all. Peace. All right.